Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with Randy Rocket Cody. It's Rock and Roll Death Brigade Podcast with me, Randy Rocket Cody of TheMetalDen.com. It is October 10th, 2021, Sunday. Hope everyone's doing good and having a good weekend. Uh, got a lot of ground to cover here, so uh, before we get rocking with some music, just some different things I want to talk about going on here in the news. Of course, uh... Vince Neil Motley Crew, just keep this story just keeps getting bigger and bigger. We'll be talking about that, and uh, as well, we'll we'll get into more of what's going on actually with the uh, the news related to the stadium tour that's supposed to happen in 2022. There's a lot of people still wondering if that's really going to happen uh, because it's been twice postponed. You know, a lot of people are starting to question now: Is it even going to happen? You know, in 2022, so I'm gonna have some um, some some cool audio of Nikki Six, uh, founding member, bassist of Motley Crue, talking about that very thing with Yahoo Entertainment here just just a few days ago. So we're gonna get you get you all updated on that, and uh, we're gonna talk a little bit more here uh, about Motley Crue and Vince Neil in that situation. But I do want to uh, send out a shout out right now. You know, I've got so many awesome uh, fans and people who follow the Metal Den site and my work at randyrocketcody.com. And, and y'all send me messages throughout the year and uh, tell me how you know awesome my work is. And so I really do appreciate all the support out there and, and the people who I do see share my my posts on Twitter and Facebook. Just want to give a real quick shout out to my buddy Bobby Paget out in St. Joe, Texas, and he's uh, recently just got married, so I just wanted to congratulate him on the big, uh, yeah, the big wedding that just took place, uh, was on uh, July 31st, so congratulations to you and your wife, Jerry Paget. hope you guys uh, have nothing but great, uh, great times and awesome, uh, Memories that you make together and just uh, nothing but love. So thanks again for all the support you give the Metal Den and spreading the word and uh, just being a just being a good bud, man. We exchange messages, me and Bobby, all, all throughout the year. He's, he's one of my favorite Den heads. Uh, and I just, I really do appreciate, you know, again, just the fact that such a, such a good person out there, Bobby's one of them, was, was able to find someone that he loves and and can now, uh, you know, celebrate the rest of his life, you know, in in uh, in harmony with this wonderful woman. And so, that's what life should be, man. You know, we're going through some difficult times right now with the, uh, of course, the the pandemic still going on, and you know, people all around us uh, succumbing to this uh, to this uh, tragedy that continues to unfold right before our eyes. And so, you know, it's time, it's time to, to celebrate uh, those you love, those that you hold dear. Uh, you know, a lot of our, our, our mothers and fathers, or aunts and uncles are getting older now, you know. They're, they're all in their, uh, getting into their 70s and 80s and whatnot. So it's, it's really important. You know, my wife went and spent some time with her mother, who just turned 85, uh, here in Fort Worth, Texas. And uh, she's just, she's a real sweetie and, uh, you know, spending time with her, you know, the daughter and, and mother relationship, you know, that's important. You know, and I told my wife, you know, that's real important that you do that, that you, you spend time with her and it, and it really made her feel good. You know, they uh, bring her by some pizza or whatnot, you know, and, uh, you know, we hook her up with some beer, you know, <laughs> she loves to drink beer still 85. 
and and just you know let her know that we love her and 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 spend some time with her and so and you know and just make sure she's doing okay you know that's what people need to do in these times right now is is uh is, is get right with your family and, and and your loved ones if you're not in good standing with them or you have some ill uh ill will towards somebody in your family you know the best thing to do is is to take the high road and you know and let them know that you love them and that you've got their back because you never know what what day you might need their help you know what i mean and then if some for some uh reason they were to pass away and you didn't have any you know good words with them the last time you spoke you know that's something that's going to sit with you for the rest of your life so just keep that in mind but again uh much love out to bobby paget and jerry paget getting married um i know that i was just looking at the uh where they live out in st joe texas in the trinity river from here you know that goes through fort worth uh i noticed runs up through their neck of the woods so just amazing i didn't realize that 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 ran so it's over 700 miles long so anyways again thanks to everyone who's supporting what i'm doing uh let's talk about some of the uh latest metal news stories at themetalden.com uh, just to keep you updated you know i'm always posting news uh press releases from the the latest uh you know hottest bands that are from all over the world you know we're not just covering america we're covering bands from all over the world Latest news from uh, Bork Nagers uh, jo joins Devastation of the Nation North America Tour 2022. Unanimated has revealed new album details. Mutant Blast has released Grave Insanity single. Fathom Farewell has debuted a new lyric video. Decaying has announced a new EP. And uh, this is a big one. Ex Motley Crue limo driver claims Vince Neil is drinking himself to death. Says he has a real problem. It's demon alcohol. Yeah, this is a real big story, and it's 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 developing. Uh, the uh, former limo driver for Motley Crue, a guy uh, going way back. This guy's uh, Al Bowman is his name, and he. Uh, I'm going to include in this podcast a little snippet of. of of the interview of him t talking about his time in Motley Crue, uh, hanging out with the band uh, in, within the inner circle. You know, he was really one of the the key guys uh, that you know was was right there around the band all, all the time back in, in the day. And so he really saw a lot, and he exposes that and talks about their uh, devil worshiping and uh, hanging out at a uh, at a house behind the Whiskey A Go Go where the limo driver al bowman says that he met anton levey from the church of satan so really interesting fascinating stuff and really gets deep about the uh the situation uh with vince neal and his alcoholism and so it's very deep it's very dark and disturbing information he's got uh to say about it and it should shock fans and, and concern them uh, in terms of a lot of people have asked, why does what's going on with Vince Neil? Why has he gained uh, weight? Why is he not singing as well? Why does he not look as healthy? And it's this is all across the world now, people. I mean, you've got websites in Germany. I know uh, Metal Wani uh, posting store. Uh, you know the, the the critics and the negative response that uh, Vince Neil is getting at, out at these concerts. You know, you can say what you will, but. The bottom line is, is that people, in terms of what you want to say about his weight, but people are not happy with the way that he sounds with Vince Neil's voice. So this is just, uh, and this this uh, limo driver really does back up and verify a lot of things I've been talking about uh, on this this matter for the, the past uh, couple years now, uh, in concern with what I, I said, you know, that Vince has, has got something, there's, there's something... Uh, the underlying issue that's going on that I think is is what needs to be addressed if they're going to properly you know make this comeback happen. Um, as of right now, as I said, you're going to hear some audio of Nikki Six, you know, saying that the tour is is on and that it's going to happen. Now, as far as the contingency plan that has been put out there with John Krabi, ex uh, Motley Crue singer potentially 
coming back into the band to uh, whether to share this, the, you know, the stage uh, in terms of, you know, maybe having him do 10 songs and then having Vince Neil do 10 songs, however you do it when you do the concert. But have him involved somehow, maybe that's something that's uh, certainly an idea that I know is being kicked around. If, if indeed Vince Neil doesn't get his act together, I mean, he's still got quite a bit of time now. We're, we're here in October. He's got until next, uh, next summer. So he's still got, you know, a good eight months to, to turn things around. And, you know, he's, he's put out the word that, uh, that he's working on this uh, new uh, revolutionary fat-burning treatment. So we're going to see what happens with that. Um, I can just tell you that the critics all around the world, not just in America, but all around the world, they're really laying in to Vince Neil right now and, and his his live performances that he's doing with his solo band and so hopefully those those uh, performances start to to turn around for him because it's just it, it's you know as far as his vocals go it's getting worse um, he's just having a real I don't know if it's a, a problem he's having with uh, a breathing uh, in terms of not being able to get a full breath to be able to sing the songs in a range that he needs to you know sing them in but uh, and then forgetting words and, and um, just just being out of key, you know. Uh, those are those are certain things that people, now the critics are, are pointing out as being a, that's the fundamental problem with Vince Neal. It's not his weight, you know. The alcoholism, you know, and, 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 and the, the drinking too much. And, you know, we know we've had, that Vince Neal had the, the accident where kill, he killed uh, his, his driving led to the death of Razzle from Hanoi Rocks, the drummer. Just a terrible situation back in uh, 84 that, uh, that transpired and has been haunting him ever since. And so, you know, nobody wants to see anything like that happen again. So, you know, people close to him in his inner circle are hopefully doing what's right and, and, and trying to get him some help, uh, trying to get him and his vocals back on track because that's what people want to hear when they see this band live. They want to hear Vince Neil sing those songs, those classic Motley Crue songs properly. And so, you know, it's going to be a lot of a lot of pissed off Motley Crue fans in my opinion if after all these years of waiting for this thing to be to actually happen with all the postponements and and, and everybody going through all this pandemic stuff for them to get out there and have paid all these hundreds of dollars to see Motley Crue and for Vince Neil to just fall flat on his face as far as his vocals go. I mean, nobody wants to see that happen. So uh, we'll keep you, you know, I'll keep you posted on what's going on with that story. Uh, it's, it's just continues to get bigger and bigger. So Immortal Guardian has announced their West Coast Brovember Quarren Tour live performances devil driver has parted ways with their guitar player so that's big news and uh you got other news uh coming from coming from uh david lee roth has announced his retirement so that's real big news right there and there's some speculation going on i won't get into it right now but, but that uh there's a rumor going around that dave is dying. There's nothing that I could find or anything that I can see right now that, that can confirm that uh, or that backs that up. So that's, uh, as it stands right now, totally bogus. I'm looking into it and if I find anything that, that uh, you know, starts to make it a big story and I've got a report on it, I will. But he is, he is going to retire. He's going to perform his last uh, handful of shows here. And uh, all I can say is he's what a legend, you know, what a career he had with Van Halen and uh, all his solo music. And so thank you very much, David Lee Roth, for all that great music. Uh, Motley Crue has put out the Shout the Devil uh, digitally remastered. Ministry has put out Disinformation single. And John Karabi has fought back. He says, I would never say fuck off to the fans. 
Okay, John. So all sorts of different stories there at themetalden.com that you can check out. Make sure and uh, share these posts on your Facebook, Twitter. Certainly appreciate all that support. All right, I've got uh, some, some more reports I'll be posting at randyrocketcody.com. I know uh, my readers are waiting for some new stuff uh, to come uh, that I'll be putting out here in relation to uh, the Zodiac Killer investigation, as well as I'll have something going up on the River Phoenix death investigation. Halloween was when that will happen. And uh, we'll also be doing all sorts of other other stuff. Of course, going to do more on Brandon Lee. So as the year's winding down here, we're going to get these uh, more of these reports up at randyrocketcody.com, and you'll be able to uh, get some of these. Uh, some, it'll be third the, the third parts. So it'll be the ending, uh, the final reports for those that you've all been you know following here. So. Again, big thanks out to uh, Ryan O'Neill and his FM rock radio program, uh, WQEE 99.1 in Georgia. I want to just thank you again for, gosh, the last couple of years of just awesome work we've been doing together. And on that show, I've been interviewed and really do appreciate his, his help in getting the word out to all his listeners including the Navajo Nation. So what an honor it has been. And uh, definitely, definitely looking forward to going back and, and being a part of that show in the future. Uh, don't have anything scheduled right now. I've got some things uh, going on that I'll be letting folks know about, some uh, new appearances I'll be making. Um, but again, I do want to say thank you again to, to Ryan O'Neill. You're the best, buddy. All right, before we get rocking with some music, uh, I do again want to just, you know, the, those of you out there who follow my site and get a kick out of what I'm doing and, uh, you know, can read between the lines of what's going on in this world and, and see that, you know, this is a pretty serious situation that we're in uh, across the board uh, with the New World Order being implemented and everything that's going on in terms of uh, restrictions being taken away from you, whatever country that you're in listening to this, you know, there's restrictions on you. And you're, you're, you're not as free as you used to be, you know. So we're definitely in some very uh, troubling times and some uh, very, very, very dark, dark times. And I, I would like to say that I think that people need to, uh, you know, you need to find your way to uh, to whatever that may inspire you. It doesn't have to necessarily be religion, even. Uh, I'm not going to be heavy-handed with, with that sort of thing and tell you what to do and how to be inspired. But, you know, people need to dig deep. And you need to uh, realize that it's going to be a difficult time ahead. You know, with the, the so many people being forced to take the vaccine... And the vaccine, you know, literally is, in some cases, killing people. Um, you know, it's, it's just a very, very troubling time. You've got, uh, you know, President Biden here in America uh, wanting to, you know, implement, uh, you know, the mandatory uh, vaccines be taken all across the board, all throughout, you know, the business world. And so, and that's forcing people who have no choice, who didn't want to take the vaccine, but because if they don't do it, they're not going to have a job, they're being forced to do it. So it's, uh, it's a strange, strange times indeed. And however you look at it, however you're looking to protect yourself with or without the vaccine, you know, my best suggestion is, like I told my wife, is make sure you wear your mask. Because there's even though they're telling you don't have to wear it, you know, my, my suggestion is wear the mask. You know, the best way to keep people's germs out of out of your face when you're out in public is to what? Is to wear a mask. So, all right, let's get rocking with some music.
This is fucking awesome. Hey, since this is the second show, I'm just throwing this out there because I'm pretty fucking high right now. How many people think we should just lock the fucking doors and play until six in the fucking morning? Woo! I'm down. I got nowhere to go. Definitely don't want to go get locked up again. Hey, uh, Satchel, what is it? I don't know if I showed you this in the last show, but I brought myself your grandma's couch. No, dude, this is my David Lee Roth jacket, dude. Oh my god. You know what? Why don't we fucking celebrate Eddie Van fucking Halen right now? One of the greatest heavy metal guitar players that ever fucking lived. Jack Daniels. I don't think guitar players would be who they are today without any Van Halen. So why don't we celebrate by playing some fucking Van Halen music? We know that Eddie is definitely running with the fucking devil, if you know what I'm saying. You know, you look Eddie Van Halen. Is running with the fucking devil, yeah, if you know what I'm saying. Such a great. Why don't you? Hold just, on, hold on. Take hold four, on. Take, take four, three. take four, take four. You I'm know. So, go ahead, you do it. Go ahead, you do it. You know. No, do it. Eddie Van Halen, Halen is running with the devil right now. Lexi Fox on bass guitar.
Check that out. Now that's called showbiz, motherfuckers. Fuck yeah. Ryan O'Neill from 99.1 FM, the key, 99 Rock. Rise and shine morning, and you're listening to the Rocket Road Death Brigade with Randy the Rocket Cody. Hey Al, uh, one of the things I was checking out uh, about the Motley Crew, you were driving Motley Crew around when you were the limo driver to the stars back in the old days, uh, is, is you used to drive them to satanic uh, ceremonies or something? What the hell was that? <laughs> what was going on there? Oh, you know, that's a very interesting part of that story. Yeah, yeah that's a, um, one of those mystery things. Um, you know, it does take some help from the invisible world sometimes to succeed in entertainment. That shouldn't be a secret to anybody. That whole, you know, I had to make a deal with the devil thing is actually kind of real. But it's not as simple as pricking your finger and saying, Hail Satan. You know, you've got to uh, tap spiritual forces, much like people do in their faith in God when they pray to Jesus. Uh, these guys just pray to a different God, and, uh, and they ask for the success that they want through that particular system of belief. Uh, some people call it pagan or druid or any of these... Uh, you know, uh, other ways to describe it. Um, you know, I, I am uh, a man of faith, and uh, I believe what I believe to be the, the correct God. But we also have to respect the fact that the God of this world is a, a pretty dark one, whereas the God of the universe is, is not. And uh, so this was their particular system of belief. There was a, a place... Uh, that's pretty well known uh, behind the Whiskey A Go-Go that everybody knows about uh, that was in the industry. Uh, it was an ivy-covered uh, little old wooden house with darkened windows, and uh, it was a location that uh, many people frequented, uh, and there were people involved at, at a very, very high level, uh, movie stars and such. Uh, the Errol Flynn estate was a common destination back then for wild parties with lots of debauchery and uh, craziness. So, you know, it's uh, it's not a secret, and a lot of people uh, are very aware that this goes on. Um, it was new to me. Uh, I didn't know much about it at the time. I did meet um, people from these various churches, at that time, uh, who filled me in on a lot of very good information. I did meet Mr. Anton LaVey, uh, who was the head of the Church of Satan, and a uh, nice enough guy, a good fellow. I, You know, again, I, it's not for me to judge, you know, and for people who are believers that the soul is eternal and goes on to, and we're just a vessel with this human body we have, and then there's people who don't believe that and can feel like you can do whatever you want, because that's the rule, the first rule in the book of of the you know the Satanic Bible is do what thou wilt shall be the rule of the law, which is do whatever you want. You're free to do as you please, and that's what gives people license in their mind to live life the way they want it, and uh, you know be a rock star and have sex with many women and you know, uh, do lots of drugs and, you know, live fast and die young is their mantra. And that's what happens to a lot of them, Ed. <laughs> they do. They live very fast and they die very young. Look how many have done it. So. And what what kind of rituals would they do? Like drinking blood or, or sacrificing animals or anything like that? Well, mostly uh, prayers and incantations. Um, as I said in the story, they weren't trying to summon angels from above. They were trying to summon demons from below, if that makes sense. Um, and I don't want to give out too much information because I don't want people to get into practicing of the dark arts. Right. Because people do that and they do it recklessly and it ends up costing them their life because they were careless with how they did it. Because if you take a look at the guys in Motley Crue, none of them have died, although they've all had, well, Nicky died. He was legally dead for one and a half minutes uh, from a heroin overdose. Uh, 
you know, Vince has had health issues. Mick Mars has had health issues. Tommy, you know, had a bout with hepatitis and had to do these blood treatments. And, you know, they go through these blood treatments where they have, uh, you know, to run their blood through these machines and filter it and heat it and put it back into their body to get rid of the virus. So they've all had, you know, effects from their lifestyles that have been very negative on their health. And uh, they've had to deal with that. And that's not an easy thing to deal with. So, you know, uh, those are unfortunate side effects of of getting into the ritualistic type stuff that, you know, these guys engaged in, but they, none of them are dead and they're still around. They're still playing and they're still making money. And thanks to that story that got picked up by every major news outlet in the world, their album sales went up 2000%. How do you like that number, Ed? Jeez. Yeah. 2000%. And believe me, they were trying to put the kibosh on a lot of the stuff in that story. Not the band, but their legal team. And, uh, you know, the legal team was saying, it's impossible. This guy couldn't do this. There's no way. We don't want I had the photos to back it up. And I got a lot more where those came from. I always had a pocket camera in my glove box back in those days. I took pictures with a lot of celebrities, not just them. But I took pictures of many, many, many famous people. For like the first five, six years I was in the business. Then I... Once I got to see that celebrities were just like the rest of us, only maybe slightly worse, I stopped taking (laughs) pictures because I was no longer fascinated with them. Now, now Vince Neil, though, he lost a daughter. Didn't he become like a born-again Christian after that? Not at all. Really? Really? No, if anything, his alcoholism got worse. And uh, if you look at him today, he's not the healthiest guy. And, uh, you know, I feel sorry for Vince because he's actually a pretty good person deep down. But demon alcohol, man, he's got a real problem with that. And, uh, yeah, yeah, it's never good for anybody. You know, alcohol is probably worse than drugs, I think. It has a much far-reaching effect on families and and life than uh, than drugs do. Yeah, it's so accessible. You know, you can go any supermarket, you know, and pick up, you know, 4 o'clock in the morning whenever you want. It's right there. And now, now what other well, kind especially of, in Vegas. Yeah. Especially in Vegas. 24 hours, yeah. Now, now what yeah. other uh, stars were involved in a sata- Satanism, though, that you could tell us about? Can you mention any of the names besides these guys? Well, just about just about all of them. I mean, in one form or another. Um, you know, and again, like, it's just, it's a belief system and it's a religious system. And it is a system that requires prayer and requires uh, faith. So again, like, I don't condemn it like a lot of people do. Oh, it's evil, it's bad. It's like, well, it's just another form of belief. And since uh, the people who practice it don't believe that there's any kind of eternal damnation and that the first rule of do what thou wilt shall be the rule of the law and they can do whatever they want, they don't feel accountable because they think everybody goes to heaven no matter what form of worship you do. Uh, But I need I remind anybody that the devil, Lucifer, Satan, whatever you want to call him, Beelzebub, is the king of all lies. So... If you're going to believe that there's no price to pay, you have to remember that the person or the entity telling you this is the great deceiver. And that's about the biggest warning I could give to anybody. Uh, Don't be deceived. This is the prayer I wake up to every day. And I say, dear Lord, I pray today not to be deceived. And because there's a lot of deception out there, especially entertainment business, very much deception. So you would describe yourself as a Christian? I would say that I am, yes. I, I definitely uh, have been through, you know, my limo driver days, I did every kind of wedding there was. <laughs> and so I got to study. Oh, I did. I did, yeah. you know, Cambodian weddings. I did Hindu. I did Buddhist. Uh, you know, I, I learned all about veganism and vegetarians who just, please stay away from my event. We serve pork <laughs> ribs and chicken. Okay? <laughs> so don't bring your vegan diet to my show. <laughs> Uh, they always disrupt the chefs and cause big problems, you know, uh, vegans, they drive me nuts. Um, but, uh, I learned a lot. I mean, I studied, you know, a lot of times when I would do these uh, weddings from these different religious cultures with the limo, I, they'd leave stuff in the limo that was, uh, uh, texts from their religion, uh, you know, their, their holy books, like the Bhagavad Gita, the I Ching. I read all this stuff and, uh, and ultimately, you know, I found that uh, for me anyway, uh, Jesus was always the answer um, and uh, and was the most uh, useful and effective uh, prayer answerer 
was uh, was Christ. Uh, again, this is just for me. Like yeah. some people need to find a higher power that just works for them. So for the people who use uh, satanic worship as their higher power and it works for them, well, then, you know, we're all individuals. God gave us all a free will, Ed. So, you know, let's see that uh, if that works for you, then best of luck to you. But you will at one point stand before God, and uh, hopefully he won't, you know, throw you into the uh, hot spot. You know what I mean? Yeah. I got to tell you, though, like when I come into contact with these kind of things and these kind of people, you know, in my work and stuff like that, I get kind of like an evil feeling off them. Like I get like an evil vibe. Did you get that? Uh, well, you know, I always try to see the good in everybody, which okay. is how I started this award show. <laughs> right. Uh, you know, I, uh, yeah, I would, uh, I would see that. And I would see, um, uh, a lack of a forgiving spirit in some people, oh. um, you know, that, you know, like if someone would say, you know, they're very sorry if something happened and that the person would continue to berate them and tell them, you know, what a, what an a-hole they are. And, uh. You know, I'd say, wow, well, you asked, uh, you know, and I would witness this kind of stuff, and I'd say, wow, you asked for this person's forgiveness, you were sincere, and they just continued to beat you down. Much like what we see in the media today with these people, because a lot of these uh, people are in our mainstream media, and uh, I have learned now, never apologize to any of these people, because it gives them an excuse to beat you down even further. And... Uh, Thank you. 
Hey, Decker, this is Vince Neal. I want to say uh, happy birthday, brother. Uh, this is actually from uh, uh, Christian Mom, Ethan, and Blake. So uh, keep on rocking, shout the devil, and, uh, and do, yeah, do some feel good stuff in, four, in big old, big old four row here, man. And All mix, right. See you later. For some really interesting magic. Well, that brings me, I know I need to wrap it up, but it brings me to my last question and brings it back into the present. So you actually say in the book at the very beginning, kind of in the intro to the first 21, you address the fact that, you know, a few years ago, five years ago or so, it seemed like Motley Crue was over. You did the farewell yeah. tour. You signed the contract. The yeah. Dirt, not the book, but the movie, the Netflix yeah. movie, The Dirt, sort of reopened that. And you said you really plan to call quits, but you're, quote, unquote, a man ruled by your passions obviously there is a, a tour that's been delayed a bunch of times but is yeah. in the works but you know you address the fact that you've had a lot of issues uh in the 40 crazy 40 years since the yeah. first album but what is the future for motley crew in terms of more new music mm -hmm. um you know is again with using the word floodgates is it all is it back on in earnest like I new mean, album whatever yeah, well, no, because no, we, we just did like what was it, five new songs with the mm -hmm. dirt track. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Funny story about that. I was kind of woodshedding, and then I was writing with John Five, and I was just getting some ideas that I thought might be uh, good to show the band. And uh, Sahaj uh, Tikatone, who's the singer in Raw, he's a great producer. I went over, and we just kind of mapped out some songs, right? And Sahaj can sing great. And he would sing it like Vince. And so um, I was like, you know, maybe the guys will want to do a new song called The Dirt. So there was there was eight songs all called The Dirt, right? All called The Dirt because I was trying to write a song for a movie called The Dirt. Like I wouldn't do it anyway, write a song called, you know, something else. Mm -hmm. So um, the label, after the band heard him and was like, wow, we really like these five or six, whatever it was. Uh, and then uh, the label says to me, which is my manager, Alan Kovac. So uh, he probably like slapped me for this, but he says, these songs are really great, but we can't have six songs on the Dirt soundtrack all called The Dirt. Like no one's going to know which song's The Dirt. And I said, you know, so rewrite all the choruses. And I think, you know, this is going to be great. And fans are going to love it. So uh, <laughs> I went to the studio and, um, I changed all the titles of the songs. You know, one was, I, I can't remember, we were so fast, the devil, the devil I don't know. Uh, so uh, when, they, when it all came out, everyone was so excited that they had these songs, but each song does mention the dirt in it. So if you ever listen to those songs, it was just me going, I'm, not gonna change, I'm just going to change the title. Right? Well, and, and, are those... To answer my question, you know, obviously you're feeling prolific these days, so, you know. I don't know. I don't know. Right now, we were we thought we were going to tour this year. Yeah. Uh, then the Delta variant came. Yeah. And some of my friends went out and, and did it, and some have had no problems. Some have had big problems. Um, you know, on a business level, you can't get, you can't get COVID insurance. Mm. So if you've got a big show, Motley, Def Leppard, Poison, Joan Jett, that's generating a lot. Of, that show goes down because so somebody, you know, whatever. Um, so you don't get, you just lose money and you can only lose so many shows and then you're basically on tour for free. So um, we chose to stay back waiting to see what kind of, uh, how like AGs and Live Nations and how other bands were going to handle it. And I think we made the right decision. So we start, we restart designing the show uh, in April. Uh, it's basically designed, but there's some new technology that happened in the last few years we might want to involve. And then uh, we've already got our set, like it's done. So it's not like we have to have that meeting where it's like, I want to play this song. I want to play this song. Like everybody agreed on these songs and it's a really cool set. And there's some medleys in it. And uh, um, we, <laughs> We start band rehearsals in May. Mm. I don't know what that looks like. We like to rehearse for three or four weeks. Even if we like have four weeks and we're, we're pretty tight, you know, at three weeks, sometimes you lose a day here or there. A guy gets sick, someone car breaks down. So we always form on uh, four weeks. And then we go to Atlanta where the tour opens 
and we do pre-production with everybody on the bill and set the show up and tear the show down so it all fits. And then June 19th, I think the tour starts and um, I can't wait. You know, my, my friends are still, t- like Corey from, from Slipknot told me, and when he was doing his, uh, uh, his like solo thing, he's like, I've never seen the crowds go so crazy. Duff told me the same thing the other day, like crowds are like losing it because everybody's dying for it. You know, we're going to be as safe as we can be. And, um, and then maybe new music. You didn't answer my question, but you know, because we don't, we're not there yet, but maybe your, your mind's open to it. Yeah. I mean, I did the new 6am songs. I did the LA rats project. Mm -hmm. I don't know if you ever heard that. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, you know, working on this book and, uh, now it's like, kind of like, I'm going to promote the book for the next, you know, four weeks. And then I'm going to give, get, take a vacation because I'm tired all the time. You've been tired since you were 13. Right. I'm, yeah. I'm, yeah. Maybe <laughs> well, I, I'm more, I think I was more tired back then. So, um, then we get into like the beginning of the year and then we'll kind of start talking about it but then rehearsals start just a couple months later so I th- I, if there was going to be new music i would assume it would be something around we're going to go do this tour next year let's see what 23 looks like do they want us and still want us in south america australia japan maybe we'll knock out a couple songs we just don't i don't know i'm not that planned in the future i've been writing some interesting stuff that's very uh first motley crew album Ooh. So it's mm. kind, of, kind of interesting, yeah.
This next song is called Becoming Fucking Roger Goddamn I love it. 